0: Everyone and welcome back to the barely bookish podcast today we are continuing on with interview with a vampire part two there was a lot of whiffs in that statement and it tripped me up a little bit (laughs) and uh i am joined by candace hi i this little section nothing really happens but we're gonna talk about the nothing that happens yeah yeah like
1: i i get why this section exists Mm -hmm. like i understand what they're trying to say like what what rice is trying to say here narratively i just Mm -hmm. feel like it's both too short and too long and Mm -hmm. like not completely relevant to the rest of the story Mm -hmm. like it, it feels like uh you know in anime when you get to like halfway through the season or like you're like right before like the big boss at the end right like there's that middle episode where they're like remember all the greatest hits remember when we did all these things and it's like an episode you really just don't need to watch at all except for like the last five minutes they're like and here's something you didn't know and you have to mm-hmm. like sit there for the entire episode so you can see that like one little piece that connects the two stories together that's what this is
0: it's like the hot springs episode
1: yes that's exactly yeah. what it's like except instead yeah. of the hot springs it's fucking the transylvanian
0: countryside <laughs> And then they get, like, some mildly racist remarks about Germans in there. And they're like, we yeah. need our own people. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> nice. First of all, you're not even really French. You're yeah. from New Orleans, which yeah. is, like,
1: fake French, you Seriously. know? Seriously. It's not like French people are like, you know who's French? Americans. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like the Canadian, like, people yeah. that only speak, uh f- like, French in an area of their country. Yes. I, like, I don't remember what those are called, like areas. French Canadians. Canadians. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's but, a lot of Quebecois. Yeah. But I'm like, that's, you're not French and we all know it. Okay. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. Relax. It's fine. 100%. <laughs> Don't be a French purist. It's weird. <laughs> it's super weird, especially when you're not even from France. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's just a whole lot of Claudia being like, we need our own people. And I'm like, At one, you're not a person. No. There's your original problem. Yep. Um, Second. What?
1: You don't even know if Claudia is French, though. That's the thing, right? He just, like, finds her in, like, a random home. Like, Louis is French. And he, like, his family immigrated from France. But, like, we don't know anything about Claudia. She might not be French at all. Yeah. Lestat is French. He's from France. But that's Mm -hmm. it. That's all we got.
0: Yeah. I guess because they raised Claudia, she's now French. But like, I Louis feel that is, though,
1: that's why I'm Italian, because I was raised Italian by my stepdad. So yeah, that's fair, but I would never be like, I need my own people on to Sicily we go. Like, that's
0: <laughs> like you know? yeah, it's like those people that are like, so far, like, sure, I consider myself back with my, you know, familial culture, we still consider ourselves like Czechoslovakian. Would I say that I understand the things that people in Czechoslovakia go through? No, I've literally never been there. I would not consider myself Czechoslovakian at all. Also, Seriously. that no longer exists, but besides the point, like, I, I just think it's a bold choice to be like, we need our own people. <laughs> I agree.
1: Uh, it's, it's a lot.
0: But So they're on a f- French ship um, called my brain read this as, uh, I think it's Mariana, but I read it as marinara the whole time. Like marinara sauce, marinara sauce.
1: The good ship marinara. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that red sauce.
1: Mozzarella flotation devices.
0: <laughs> so I was really, it's like me always pronouncing Louis in my head as Lewis. Like I know yeah. it's wrong, but like.
1: <laughs> oh, well.
0: Whatever, so Listen, they're all. I, the
1: called, I called Hermione, Hermione, for an embarrassing amount of time.
0: So don't feel like bad. That. <laughs> it'd don't be feel like bad. that though. <laughs> uh, so good. So, um, we got this whole thing where like. Louis still is not understanding the things that go on in the world around him and he's like yeah there was like a huge fever going on and it's claudia just like licking her lips yeah man
1: i'm i'm so unsure what w- what is happening i don't yeah. t- w- we need to stay in our cabin away from this illness i'm like number one you can't get the illness number two i'm pretty sure you are the illness and number three yeah. if you're not the illness who is yeah, literally Cause, like he acts like it's not Claudia. He's like, oh, Claudia and I are eating rats. And I'm like, well, first of all, she doesn't like that. So, yeah, right. And then second of mm-hmm. all, even if she was OK with it, who else is on this motherfucking ship? Lestat has already mm-hmm. been fake dead one time. Yeah, and Louis like, I'm always looking over my shoulder for Lestat. I'm like, you mean like when there's a fake fucking virus on the ship and people are dying with and without marks in their neck? Mm hmm. Louis is a dip, mm-hmm. man. I gotta say, like, I did not remember in this book that Louis is such a <laughs> fucking dip. Like, he is basically a French New Orleans Valley girl in the 17th century, mm-hmm. the 16th, in the what is it, 19th century at this point? I think we are. Like, uh, he so. is, he is so vapid. Like, Lestat should have gone after Louis's brother. Like, <laughs> it yeah, been, it should have been Louis's brother. This would have been a whole different book. Louis's brother would have noticed all of the things. Okay, all of them. Louis like what could be happening why are people dropping like flies i'm like he's so
0: willfully ignorant too he's (laughs) like like, oh that's weird i'm not gonna investigate that further
1: anyways (laughs) and he's a vampire who like never wants to do vampire stuff and like i get it right that's the point of the book is he's a vampire who doesn't want to do vampire stuff but like not even investigate things like every time i watch a horror movie and someone goes down into a dark basement i'm like you're a fucking fool you're an idiot mm-hmm. if that person were a vampire going to a dark basement i'd be like get him find all the clues get him. figure yeah. it out you got vampire eyes you don't even need light tell me what's down there and maybe i'll come with you after you're fine maybe i'll go <laughs> right like well, it's like he <laughs> needs to be using his powers for good but instead he's just like hmm,
0: not my problem <laughs> literally or like his other thing is, is okay if you're a vampire you're telling me that if you hate eating people, you wouldn't figure out, oh, I could probably just have, like, a little taste of, like, four people instead of killing a man, you know? Like, yep. how have you not figured this out yet? Especially because
1: they have thrall. Like, mm-hmm. they have thrall powers in this vampiric world. Like, every every vampire book author kind of tells their own little story. You know what I mean? Like, crucifixes don't bother the vampires in this universe, neither does garlic. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't understand that at all like like there's definitely thrall we know that Lestat at least and Claudia too has power to not seduce people but entrance people into yeah. doing what they want so like he could do that right that is a way that they could do it right talk to somebody for a little while entrance them tap them a little bit have a little snack and then go to the next person right and then mm-hmm. everybody still lives I think it's very interesting that like the way Rice kind of chooses to portray all of these vampires is very black and white, very like Jedi versus Sith. There's no like gray area at all to any of these vampires whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're either all in on eating everybody or you're like, maybe not. I'd rather just like, you know, be a nice person. And apparently only Louise is is that version. (laughs)
0: Literally. Oh, (laughs) I, okay. Seeking of vampire books. I've been reading charmed by Tracy Wolfe which mm-hmm. is like a modern day vampire ish werewolf ish dragon shifters ish book mm-hmm. also witches um okay. it's very good okay highly highly recommend if you're looking for um a vampire book right now that's not gonna like it's not gonna be like twilight era vampire book where you're gonna mm. be like "Ooh, these are all red flags and yeah that's important Maybe maybe I feel like I shouldn't be reading this because it, you know, talks down to people and it has no diversity. If you're yep. looking for something that's like actually inclusive and pretty freaking good, highly recommend. Charmed, okay. Yeah. Awesome. It's like a oh no, the first book is not called Charmed. The first book is called Crave. I am on the okay. book Charmed, which is like the fifth <laughs> book. Um okay. I just I think they're all like C words. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> it's very good though okay i will absolutely look that up. yeah they're pretty chunky but the audiobooks are on script for free so oh nice okay and a couple of them are on kindle unlimited so if you have kindle unlimited i do not no but i can i I can still look probably get them from your library they're like pretty like mildly popular so either way if you want your vampire fix highly recommend yes And then also if you read it candace um i will not talk to you until you're on book two um because you're gonna ask me about characters and i'm gonna be like oh oh so i'm listening i'm listening attentively to your to your your criticisms and complaints yes Mm -hmm. and you're gonna be like i feel like that dude is a walking red flag and i'll be like interesting I love that. Thank you for this statement. Please get to book two. (laughs) Uh, I've been listening to Charmed on my morning walks, and it's very good. It keeps me company. That's excellent. It's delicious. I love it. (laughs) Anyways, moving on to this more of the Lot of Red Flags book, Um, (laughs) which I still kind of love.
1: I don't know. No, it's great. Like it's very juicy drama. It's very yeah. juicy, especially because you're you're hearing everything. Like I feel like if this book was was from Lestat's point of view, first of mm-hmm. all, the boy would have already been eaten. Second of mm-hmm. all, um, I feel like <laughs> it would have been a lot of like bravado. Like every scene would be like, the world is so so hard. Like you'd still get <laughs> like that drama that Louis like, what am I to do with my life? Except Lestat yeah. would be like, why don't people love me more? No one loves me. I walk the streets at night. No one looks at me. Don't yeah. they see how beautiful I am? Like, it would all be very, like, self-absorbed. The boy's just, uh-huh. like, bleeding out of the neck as Lestat's, like, telling him, like, so before you die, record my story so that it may live on in history. Like, <laughs> I love the totally accent you gave him. <laughs> Thank you. That's That's how he sounds, in my mind. <laughs> uh, he sounds...
0: <laughs> he sounds like that... All I've gotten is this little tiny tidbit of what we do in the shadows. The guy where he's like, in New York City. <laughs> That's a huge
1: compliment. Because yeah. so there's what we do in the shadows, the movie, which is A And then what we do in the shadows, the show, also A plus mm-hmm. related, mm-hmm. but watch the movie first. Okay. If you can. Mm-hmm. Um, the character you're talking about, he's the dark haired vampire that has like longish hair, right? Mm-hmm. And he's kind of got like round cheeks yes so that's laszlo Mm -hmm. in that show everybody can kind of pick and choose who they kind of are Mm -hmm. there is no one that i am more like than Laszlo. yeah (laughs) no one nailed it (laughs) there's a scene where laszlo walks into a vampiric library Uh and he's looking around like oh wow there's so many books in here look at how beautiful it is right and he's like looking at all the books two seconds in he finds the smut and i'm like oh that's me (laughs) I find the smut.
0: That's me. I do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very Lestat. Uh, Okay. Very good. Um, So (laughs) Claudia keeps pointing out different passengers on this ship and being like, I think she'll die to the plague next. (laughs) And Louis still is not getting it at all. He's like, I don't know how she knows. (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) And then, um, Claudia basically gives us a play by like she is the method in which Anne Rice tells us how Lestat survived and Claudia's like I think what he must have done was he every single thing in the swamp and then he totally would have just crawled out of there and then he would have got this and like ripped apart someone going on a coach on the street and then he would have made his way and like so basically the whole journey of Lestat to get to the point where he is in this situation of yeah k- trying to kill them again right which honestly which, like, personally cool with it
1: yeah I, I I was okay with that part I just felt like it's an example of how in Rice does a lot of see and say stuff sometimes um Mm -hmm. instead of kind of just like letting like letting the reader kind of slowly come to a conclusion about what's happening sometimes Mm -hmm. she's like let me have a character download you on what's going on and like sometimes it's useful sometimes it's helpful helpful but like there it just felt like such an explainer you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it would have been cool to like have that kind of parsed out rather than like all like and here's it's almost like in a movie when they like plan the heist in like Ocean's 11 and you see like all the things happening like in mm-hmm. sequence. That's how it felt to me a little bit. That part. Yeah. like It's not, it's not terrible. It just, it wasn't my favorite.
0: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was fine. I was like, cause it would have been worse if we shifted to Lestat for 40 seconds and we're like, here, how did you get out of this mess? And like <laughs> hand the microphone. Cause I hate when like characters know things that they definitely shouldn't. Yeah. Me too. You know? I'm like what if we just like didn't yeah you just like didn't tell me yeah yeah I'm into that
1: I I like a bit of mystery because it allows you (laughs) to especially because we know that they're on the move so I feel like they could have like found those clues along the way Mm
0: -hmm. rather
1: than like her being like here's my supposition hypothesis you know what I mean like this five-year-old child vampire
0: (laughs) this um the Tracy Wolf books I just mentioned we just got this book of when she was in her mind palace Mm -hmm. and like things that happened in there definitely would have changed how she reacted had she come out, but she had forgotten everything that she discovered in there. So -hmm. now we get the book like months after it's happened in chronological order. And I'm like, like, I love all this juicy. Cause like she kept alluding to it. And I was like, I don't know if I want a book about, you know, her and her mind palace um but now that we're having the book i'm like ooh, i love this because like they keep you know characters would keep like hinting at things that happen and she's like i don't remember Mm -hmm. i don't know what you're talking about and Mm -hmm. then like it works out and things are fine but now i'm like yes tell me all about it fill in those blanks yeah Mm -hmm. and like couple chapters in and i was like i don't know and then like by like the third chapter i'm like i know i love this i (laughs) love this yes excellent and i'm like now i know why you didn't explain it to me because if you explained all the things that happened in your little brain um i nobody would believe you yeah you know so it makes more sense that you're going and telling things about this way instead of having another character be like remember when you did remember when That's, that's very clever i like that oh it's so good i Mm -hmm. please these books are chunky do not be deterred they're so good and like i you when you read the first book you're gonna be like this is definitely this author's first book Mm -hmm. ever because it's very like texty lingo a little Mm bit it'll go away okay it'll go away give give her time to come into her own it is oh so good so excited it sounds amazing yeah Because I I didn't want another Twilight-esque moment, you know? Um, And you will like this instead. Okay. I have to stop raving about it because I can go on (laughs) and on and on and on and on. And I just need you to read it and then, like, live tweet me directly your thoughts, please. Okay. Also, I did not know live tweet, like, as a synonym of how I want you to talk to things about me Mm -hmm. talk to me about things Mm -hmm. um i did not know that was like not a verb for everyone else and i said that to someone the other day and goes what do you mean like you want me to put this on twitter and i was like what i mean you (laughs) can
1: but (laughs) yeah
0: i mean sure if you want to but like i want you to live tweet to me Like, is that not a, like, (laughs) did I accidentally just invent this and everybody else figured it out? Or like, is this something other people say? Or like, I need you to know what I mean and like, just send that over text, you know? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) So (laughs) let me know if anybody else in your life says live tweet, because I need to know if I was alone in that and everyone else just figured it out. (laughs) Either way, it's
1: it's definitely a, a term in in my life. Okay, I've, good
0: because yeah. I both I thought... the Twitter
1: way and the mm-hmm. I'm going to be spamming you with text
0: messages kind of way. Good, excellent. Because I was <laughs> nervous for a second there. Claudia's like, "There's no way Lestat survived that fire, though." Ha ha ha! Mm-hmm.
1: Famous and... last words.
0: Yep. <laughs> I'm not sure, sure. Louis not so sure. No, only one who assures Claudia for sure yeah so then louie brings us to this m- moment where he talks about a night when he saw his sister mm-hmm. and she was like old and putting like flowers on Louis's grave because he supposedly died in the fire mm-hmm. um at his plantation and i'm like yep i that would have to be the hardest part of immortality because he's like i couldn't go to her because if i was like hey yo i'm still here still fine like it would drive her insane for the last couple years of her life absolutely
1: i also really like um the kind of like implication too like as they're like leaving on that ship and he has that vision of his sister and stuff like Mm -hmm. one of the things that i do like about Anne rice is that she does keep up with herself (laughs) <laughs> and like the w- the way that the characters are thinking, because when Louis talks about like them kind of being on their way out of Louisiana, he says, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, there I can see the Frenier plantation and the, um, what's Louis's last name?
0: Oh, I don't remember.
1: But he he mentions he mentions his 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 uh, he mentions his plantation. Is it like Delac or something?" Yeah, Dulac. Yep. Yeah. Pont Pont, Pont Dulac. So he's like, he says like, "Oh, I can see the Pont Dulac and the Frenier, uh plantations there in the distance." And we move on. Like he takes no ownership over it. He doesn't say, "Oh, my old house." He doesn't say the place I used to be from. He doesn't say like he doesn't say any of those things. Like so much time has passed for him mm-hmm. that they are now just areas in yeah. this like in the palette of this of this of this of this. this town the city that he belongs to Mm -hmm. right like this the state that he lives in so like I do love that like she kind of went out of her way to like not have him kind of make that back connection like he still connects with the memory of his sister and -hmm. that old life but when he talks about his actual home like his his family home he like doesn't have any kind of kinship with it so much so that he talks about it like it's just any other place which I found very compelling.
0: Well, it's like he even talks about himself as other when he's mm-hmm. talking about the grave. He said, yeah. oh, there was Louis's grave.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, like he's so detached from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's such an important distinction because Lestat and Claudia never get that. There's yeah. never really a before time. Even though Lestat has his dad with him, like mm-hmm. there's never a before for either of them. For them, they're just vampires. They're existing in this state at this moment right now, right? In this mm-hmm. mindset, in this body, whatever. But for Louis, he's like... The before times right like for him there's a very clear split and Mm -hmm. kind of uh two-way street of his life and he sees it very acutely and i feel like that kind of buys into his humanity um Mm -hmm. but the fact that he's that he doesn't hold on to it kind of is a point in the vampire column you know what i mean like yeah for me like when i go home to pennsylvania like a lot about my city has changed so i don't necessarily recognize all of it but I still think of myself as being a citizen of that area because like, that's where I used to live. I used to reside there. This was, you know, my home, but for him, it's like, he's so far gone from there that he doesn't even, he he doesn't even blink. He's just like, yeah, that, that, that old plantation, everybody knows. Like um, I just, I just really like that kind of um, just those little tiny, you know, flavor cues of like, of like embellishment that she does um, Mm -hmm. to kind of just sell through his like straddling of this line between humanity and vampirism
0: had this happened to me the other day um i went back to the town i lived in uh for like 10 years and they had built up so much stuff i was like a little confused mm-hmm. like and that was weird and i've only not lived there for like three years and there's mm-hmm. just been like what used to be like a pasture is now apartment buildings And I was, like, very thrown off about it. And I'm like, I don't really know how I feel. Like, because I can tell you right now, if I go back there in, like, five years, ten years, I am probably going to have a hard time getting to where I used to live. Which is so strange for me. Mm Because there was, like, one road. There was one option to get where I lived. And, like, I can already sense that it's not going to be like that. And I'm like, what's that going to be like for me without that attachment to it because i no longer recognize it like that's so strange Mm -hmm. to me yeah yeah
1: it 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 feels almost like an out-of-body experience a little bit because you're just like like i know this but i also don't know it at all um yeah and i i feel like that's something that especially because people couldn't travel as far and wide as easily as they can today Mm -hmm. i feel like that's that kind of feeling that kind of like feeling of like the past catching up with you or whatever like i feel like that's something that people back then couldn't feel because they were always so close to where they kind of came from like you'd have like one major voyage in your life because it would take a bajillion years (laughs) to get there by ship right like and then you would sit there and stay put pretty much you know unless you were a pioneer and then you were you know kind of finding new places and stuff but it's not like that was a fun life to have being a pioneer and probably dying um so inevitably, that's what i mean like yeah. yeah inevitably just kind of calling it quits um so yeah i i really like that about this you get that kind of perspective because claudia is never going to feel that way claudia only knows what's in front of her yeah mm-hmm.
0: i just again a child vampire is such a curse it really is it's like the cruelest thing someone could do to you we're gonna get to the moment where she talks about child vampire army <laughs> i immediately was like no no she's like i wouldn't do that of course and i'm like "Uh uh-huh yeah yeah
1: you also probably wouldn't try to burn another vampire alive would you
0: yeah right (laughs) or kill off people one by one on this ship right
1: i mean jesus christ
0: (laughs) so uh there's a point where you know louis comes back to the present day and he's like are you still like interested do you have any questions and he goes you'll tell me in your the interviewer was like you'll tell me in your own time i'm still having a great time just listening and what a vibe what a vibe yeah yeah he's like hanging on his every word mm-hmm. this interviewer has it made right now he has yeah. articles for the next like like 40 years yeah yeah <laughs> have you ever seen the person um like the woman who does the if I was a teacher at Forks High School. No. I think about it sometimes because it's like, she'll be in history class, and then, um, like, there was a skit this uh, woman did about uh, being a history teacher, and then talking about the revolution, and Jasper getting really heated in the middle of class, and being like, it's more than just, like, you know... Whatever. And like, then there's another point where it was talking about like different things in history class and Edward correcting her the entire time. It's, I will send this to you later. It's very funny. Please. I would love to see it. I'm a big fan of like skits about books. Yeah. That one is one of like the top tier favorites. (laughs) Because there's like, they'll go into like a lunchroom and they're like, so does anybody else think it's weird that like all of those kids are like kind of dating and they also are kind of siblings or like you know are we not going to talk about it or like it's like the teachers gossiping and it's it's so good it's so good so many different parts of it you're gonna right, you're gonna love it I'll just send it to you later it's fine oh I can't and, wait okay and then just text me when you have thoughts and opinions about it. <laughs> just there's like a playlist and just scroll through all of them okay like yes okay anyways (laughs) um so in the present day we also have someone walking around and louis does not seem concerned but the interviewer like turns his head to see who's talking and then Mm -hmm. suddenly we get cut back to the past and i'm like whoa 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 hold on can we Can we go yeah. back to this moment for a second? But what's going on over here? And it's yeah. like, "No,
1: no. Don't worry about it."
0: <laughs> like Anne Rice is like shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Move on.
1: But also I'm worried about it. So, I don't know. Um
0: <laughs> I know. As my little theory, I'm thinking they turn somebody else. I don't I mean, I... that's
1: that's not untrue. I'm sure yeah. that they turn somebody else by the end of this fucking book. Yeah. It's funny. There's a lot that I remember but it's mostly mm-hmm. what happens in the movie. What doesn't Fair. happen in the movie, I'm like, what's that? And then I read it and I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. Ooh. That's bad.
0: <laughs> That's not good. I can't wait to talk about the TV show with you. Same. Big same. So. You, um, I mean, like, flashback
1: to, like, wherever the fuck they land, right? Like, they, like, yeah off the ship and, like.
0: <laughs> They're basically, it, I like the travel is just really dialed down it's like all right so we get off the ship and then we go to a small town um <laughs> small town everybody is very weird, weird. about vampires <laughs> yes everybody's a fucking kook like i'm He's just like- imagining that they're like go from like a normal big city to the small town that's kind of like crosses everywhere and they're like all right well
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of awkward
0: um you
1: know what this scene reminds me of like the this entire port this entire part like this scene is um very reminiscent for me of when jonathan harker in dracula when jonathan harker finally gets to transylvania and Mm -hmm. he's like in the carriage and like the the coachman is like this is as far as i'll go and he's like but this the castle he's like yeah this is as far as i'll go (laughs) like Mm -hmm. kicks him out of the fucking carriage and he's like got his his luggage and shit and he's like oh no what am i going to do where do i go next and like starts like hoofing it to dracula's Mm -hmm. fucking castle because the the guy in the fucking cart is just like "Mm -mm. no we don't we don't we don't go there no no one in this city goes there you will not find anyone to take you like to me this was like a callback to that kind of moment where like he gets to a village everyone's like let me see your eyes hold this crucifix Sniff mm-hmm. this garlic. Sniff
0: it. Like, <laughs> are you know. sure
1: you're not a vampire? Mm, I
0: don't Listen, know. Listen, <laughs> if I was in an Uber and some the Uber driver like, "All right, this is as far as I go," I'm like, "Actually, take me back."
1: Yeah, you <laughs> can take <laughs> me right back where I came from. It's totally
0: yeah. okay. <laughs> I go like quiet, and they'd be like, "You will never find a drive out of here." I'm like, "All right, turn around." <laughs> I'm canceling whatever appointment I had. um I don't think I want to continue on this journey. Like, dude, no. <laughs> I'll Google later. I guess then. Um, Yeah, we can go back to the airport, actually.
1: Number one on the list of things you could have said to me before we started this journey. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You probably should. I would This Uber would have been so much cheaper if you just told me that you (laughs) could.
1: Hey, bud. So this is the last we're going to hear from you. What?
0: (laughs) Call your loved ones now before you get out of my
1: (laughs) Like, fuck that, dude. No. Yeah, like they get to the town and like that little old lady is like, super mean. They, like, walk into the inn and it's, like, covered in cross- crosses and garlic. Yeah.
0: Like, yep. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and the worst part is, she's, he's not even invited and he basically, like, shoves his way through this door. He's like, alright, I need a room. <laughs> <laughs> not the warmest welcome, though. Yeah. And I like that he's just like, yeah, every time we go to, I try to get some juicy gas, I sat down by the fire, and uh, it would be like, hey, so vampires or... <laughs> Yeah, I,
1: I got bad vibes the second they stepped through the threshold. Oh, yeah. And in my head, I'm just like, so none of you got so all these people are like vampires, but none of them are looking at these two travelers that arrive in the middle of the night. Like the one main lady is suspicious because she's suspicious for everyone,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Um, But like, I feel like the other people are like made more suspicious by this lady being paranoid. Yeah. And they're sure. like all piled into the inn like the whole village is in the inn i'm like what are we doing here man Why i guess being so weird just lurking around in the dark mm-hmm.
0: but they're well, the weird ones <laughs> i was nervous about the vampires that like exist because i'm like why are you not looking at the two random strangers that arrive in the night and be like um no you know like what no so then we get this whole talk with this Englishman and turns out the wife gets drained by a vampire and I didn't know how to react to that so I was just like, oop, that sucks. This town, straight up ransacked. They're like, it's not even that much in the night. It's probably like 6pm and everything's boarded over. Don't know why. Mm-hmm. Curious. <laughs> it's so weird. So um, this englishman tells them the story and basically him and his wife were on their honeymoon and he's an artist and he's like i want to go to small villages in the german countryside this seems like a great idea (laughs) and first of all terrible idea bad plan Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so they're like we're gonna go to small villages in the german countryside and they go to this village the cart guy's like, yeah, I don't go any further. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Take your stuff out on this property line, uh, like on the city limits, mm-hmm. and wheel it in. And then he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, and as soon as we got here, people were doing this weird processional. And in the middle of the day, they're walking out into the graveyard, and everybody's everybody's in town in the graveyard and with some horses. And You know, the horse ends up over someone's, you know, burial like grave and they dig it up and that's not weird at all. Nope, that's fine. Yeah, they dig it up and then, you know, so they like stake her through the heart, which is super weird. And you know, I just left my wife alone with all of our suitcases. I'm sure nothing wrong happened there.
1: Everything's fine.
0: Everything's fine. He's like, of course she's safe. Also,
1: though, also my wife is dead. So don't go in that room. (laughs) Yeah, don't go in that room. Whatever you do, (laughs) don't go in that room. Louis like what room? Claudia's like, I'm already in the room. (laughs) There's a dead body in here. (laughs) Claudia's like, hey yo. (laughs) <laughs> you should come in here and check it out come over here now that
0: louie's in the room he's like oh yeah that's my dead wife um she in the middle of the night just woke up out of bed and you know went outside and just ended up dead on the back yeah <laughs> so,
1: don't know what that's about but everything's fine so just everything's you know. fine i'm sure i don't see why this needs to be an issue
0: yeah He's like, yeah, I'm just going to take me and my dead wife and we're going to go back home because we're on our honeymoon. Nothing bad could ever happen to us, obviously. Oh, my God. And he, yeah. like,
1: loves Louis, too. He's yeah, like, Louis, you're all I have in this world. I'm like, what?
0: Yeah. That, and he's like, you, Louis, my fellow Englishman, Louis, not even English. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Louis is like, is that code for something? Claudia is like, yes, racism. He means yeah. you're white is what he <laughs> means. Okay. <laughs> Almost like, aren't Germans white? <laughs> So they are. Yeah. But they're like ethnic white people. I'm playing oh. this game right now called Pentiment. Uh-huh. And um it's like a actually I think you would really like Pentiment. It's on Game mm-hmm. Pass. So it's you play as like um Andreas Mahler, who's like a painter. hmm The uh, fifteenth or sixteenth century.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh you work in a scriptorium at a monastery, like mm-hmm. at a at an abbey, and it's all about like that kind of turn of of uh, Christianity, the Holy Roman Empire falls, Christianity is king, and mm-hmm. the church starts doing some shady shit like excommunication. Like Martin Luther is, is mm-hmm. around at this time. Martin Luther's like, here's why the church is corrupt. Here's why things shouldn't be happening the way they are. This isn't Christian, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
1: Catholic church is like, he's excommunicated, heretic, right? Like
0: mm-hmm. all
1: that stuff's going on. And your job as a painter is to create a masterwork of like illumination like those books that were really beautifully gilded and all that stuff so that's what your character's job is and basically it's like a narrative game where you kind of it's like a it's an rpg narrative game where you like select you make decisions and you make your characters like the things that he's proficient at um and then he goes through the town and talks to people and everything and there's like a murder and you got to solve it whatever so Mm -hmm. in that game um germany is not a country yet Mm. it's bavaria Ah, so like, okay. so, like all the capitals, like Salzburg, Salzburg, I think is in Switzerland, I believe, or Vienna. But like that, that city exists, right? Munich exists, I think. Um, there's a few different like um, names of places that are still like s- like cities or city states now, mm-hmm. um, but don't exist under Germany or Austria or or Switzerland or mm-hmm. like you know Liechtenstein or any of the any of the countries that are now considered bavaria like german like germany controlled mm-hmm. bavaria right like none of that existed at that point but like england was still a thing paris was a city that existed like there's all these like like you know there's, there's these others there's these other countries that already have their um they're like you know their their country and their government and all that stuff set up but germany is not yet a thing like it's instead this whole area of land rather yeah. than one country um So I think that like, that's kind of like this situation where like, that's where that kind of comes from is like Germans are considered like ethnic white people, I guess. And English people aren't. I don't know. It's, it's, it's confusing. (laughs) It's, it's weird. But like, there's, there's definitely like a, like a difference. uh, Historically, I think like the way people were treated like I mean, even, even Italians, like Italians are also kind of considered ethnic white people as well. Like they have like their own thing they do to like English people, to waspy English people. Like, yeah, they're, you know, Irish too. I mean, the Irish, like pretty much anybody who's not English is like a type of person back then. They're like, you know, those sort of people, like very thinly veiled uh, xenophobia. Racism. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hardcore
0: nationalism going on. It gives a different a little bit of a different take on the uh do you ever have to study that psychology thing where it was the germans are different hypothesis after world war ii oh my god no okay it's actually super interesting so um this is you have to remember it's been a long time since i studied this thing but it was one of the things we talked about um in our uh, scientology Jesus Christ, <laughs> psychology class, what the hell? <laughs> um, and it was basically this whole theory after World War II that people created to say, uh-huh. oh, I wouldn't do that. The Germans are just different, you know, because they followed Hitler. They're like, I wouldn't do that. If you put me in that situation, I wouldn't do that. And of course I would I don't like that. I don't, don't like I- that. That so doesn't this, sound right. <laughs> this psychologist was, or this, yeah, was like, um, let's put that theory to the test and made up this entire scenario in which people were electrifying like electroshock therapy patients. And there would be yes, a- yes. Yeah. I remember that
1: there's, there's actually a few movies about that. There's uh, mm-hmm. an, an American version of a, of a German movie about that experiment. Yeah. I think it's yeah, called it's like very Stanford good. experiment or something like that. It's
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I have heard of that. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, it was proven false there. You know, terms are not any different than us in uh, clinical studies. So, um, yeah. So it just puts a different take on that for me now is knowing that that's also rooted in a whole lot of xenophobia. Yeah, I would I would say so. That sounds I mean, already I kind of was like, yeah, but now it like adds another layer on top of it. Right. Yeah, we basically find out thousand percent, definitely a vampire problem they're having. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the grave digger stakes this vampire woman through the chest that was in the grave. So basically yep. they dug up this woman who had been buried for six months and decide, yep, definitely vampire because, you know, no worms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a compelling argument. Yeah. So... <laughs> I don't know what the horse had to do. I don't know why the horse figured it out, honestly. Um because the horse is smart, okay? The horse was like, nah, I'm good. You know, when I don't they need use this drama in my life. <laughs> you know when they use dousing rods? Yes. Like, yeah. This horse is basically a dousing rod for vampires. <laughs> walk it up to walk the
1: horse up to the creature. Oh, he won't go? Definitely a vampire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, worst comes to worst, they stake an already dead body. It's not like the person's alive, so it's not like it matters. That's true. So That's true. Literally, a uh, uh, you know, a no-lose yeah. scenario. Little trauma for the family doesn't hurt nobody. I don't know. It's fine. So, they stake the woman. This dude still thinks it's totally fine to have his wife in this town and stay there himself. Um, and then he's like, yeah. And you know, my wife just in bed with me, she gets lured out into the night with a cup of water. And then she's found dead out back. It's super weird. Um, <laughs> Nobody seems to want to talk about it. And now yeah. the whole
1: village is in here for some reason.
0: Yeah. He's like, I don't know. It's so strange. Clueless. Um,
1: Literally the worst person for Louie to meet is another dip. With a different accent. Yeah.
0: Like. I love that Louis probably still even has a French accent. He's like an Englishman. Yes. yes. <laughs> you don't sound like whatever this is. So you must be English. <laughs> What's your name? Louis? Yeah, that's an English name to me. <laughs> I've never been to France. Dude. The way that they're so like.
1: Low key. About <laughs> like. Bullshit happening in this village, Mm -hmm. and Louis like, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna slay your demon. They're like, No, you're not. What are you talking about? You can't slay this demon. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. The old lady is like, No, I'm not telling you where it is. You're gonna need to leave. Like she, she couldn't make up her mind. She was like, You need to get out of here. We're not having any more people in here. Mm -hmm. And then Louis like, All right, I'll go. She's like, You're not gonna last out there. I'm like, Do you want him to go or not? I don't understand. Are you just trying to tell him to leave the room with the dead body or are you telling him to leave your inn?
0: Like, which is it, lady? Yeah. And then she goes, by the way, I'm not telling you where it is, but also don't go to the ruins. <laughs> then he has to, like,
1: shake her. He has to do the thing where you, like, grab somebody and you shake the shit out of them until yeah. they tell you what you want to know. And she gives him, like, loose directions. Like, don't worry. I'm just going to stay away from the ruins. And she's like, no, you're not. You're going to go there. And I'm yeah. like, man, this is some high drama for people who have known
0: each other for literally 25 minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like all I can imagine is Louis Buston. All right, just do paint this word picture with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Louis opens the door, sees Boom, crosses and garlic hanging from the sky. Yep, sees an entire village of sleep-deprived, scared people. Yep, walks up to the counter. One room, please, for me and my small daughter. <laughs> I know it's nine p.m., but we've been traveling. <laughs> And we would like somewhere to sleep, please. <laughs> there's no sleeping here. Next to the fire. Only death. There's a man with his arm up on the fire staring at glass of whiskey in his hand. And he's like. You're ruining the word picture, man. <laughs> One arm up on the fireplace mantle. Whiskey in his hand. Tear stained. And he goes. Would you like to see a dead body of my wife? <laughs> Come to Louis the basement. Like, that could be a good time. Lead on. <laughs> louie who has been there less than a minute, is like, Yeah, take me to the dead body of your wife. What happened here? <laughs> vampires, you say? <laughs> Extraordinary. So strange. How Are you, you sure happen? it was
1: vampires?
0: They only How hunt night? Know? Weird.
1: That's so strange also i would have gotten here earlier uh the horse was very slow
0: yeah my horse is so tired (laughs) and my other favorite thing is the lady's like you're gonna have to take your horse in the stable by yourself yep and then come back we will not assist you well uh, yeah (laughs) i'm sure your horse is tired best of luck out there soldier
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love how like claudia has to like take him by the hand like they go out like finally they like leave the tavern they leave the inn Mm -hmm and the guy is like don't go and louis is like nope sorry got to got to peace out this lady is too much for me mm-hmm. so he like leaves with claudia and he's like having a panic attack like in the carriage like at like and i, I realized, realize too they're like steering the horses so it's not even like they're in the carriage they're like yeah. driving the carriage right yeah. so like she's like looking around like ooh everything's so great and louis is like i am going to die uh-huh. you don't understand i i can't breathe not that i need to but i can't breathe Uh and i feel like i'm getting a rash i have hives i have a fever (laughs) look at my face am i flushed claudia's like you are annoying the fuck out of me right now yeah i'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up she like touches his arm and is like can you stop i'm trying to enjoy this carriage ride and louie's like don't you see everything sucks she's like does it though like we're in the countryside. It's really beautiful out. Like, look at the stars. Do you see that ruin? Look at the ruins. Look at them. Aren't they beautiful? We should just go over there. Louie's like, oh. let's go check that out. Right. I guess we should. And then she kisses him on the mouth and breathes his breath. And I was, I like, know, I was like, what the hell is that about? I don't know, man. I don't know. Especially because like in my brain, I'm like seeing like Brad Pitt because like obviously i've just been steeped in the movie so in my brain i'm like seeing this like brad pitt louis and he's like oh no and then there's a five-year-old doll that's like oh it's okay with his breath and i'm like why is claudia suddenly my cat my cat does that to me steps up to me puts his snout on my on my mouth and then breathes my breath and i breathe his breath and i'm like I mean, I guess it's not weird when my cat does it,
0: so maybe it's not weird when a five-year-old does it, but also it's weird. It feels so, weird. Well, that's just like kissing his eyelids. Weird. Well, also you have to remember it's a, like a 150-year-old woman in a five-year-old's body, which makes it even worse. Yeah, that's creepy, man. It's creepy. It's it's creepy all around. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have some questions for Anne Rice because uh, this is a little weird. A little weird. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like if she were 12, like she is in the movie or like 10 or 12, however old she is in the movies, Mm -hmm. like it would still be weird, but it would be less weird than five.
0: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Right now, it's very weird. Yes, exceptionally so. So they get to the ruins. They see zombie, basically. They see this other vampire, which everything's rotting and like there's no mind, like no form of intelligence yeah so claudia's like yo what the hell is that thing <laughs> what the fuck is that?
1: and he's like holding a body like they yeah. smell the blood before they see him and like yeah. he's gigantic apparently and terrifying looking yeah. like his nose has like come off so he kind of looks like morbius from the <laughs> terrible movie morbius <laughs> <laughs> and he's like really drawn looking and they like go head to head in this like epic vampire battle that's not really that epic because dude does not have any skills whatsoever yeah yeah Claudia, literally. like, defeats him with a rock.
0: Yep. And oh. Louis is like, that was terrifying. And Claudia's like, you fell over and did nothing. <laughs> and I had to kill him with a rock. Keep in mind, I am three feet tall. And the rock was heavier than I am. So literally had to
1: climb his body yeah. to get to him. <laughs> like, literally. And Louis like, but who is this quarry that he was bringing with him? And of course, of course, it's the Englishman who rushed out into the night after his stupid newfound companion. That guy loves Louis so much. I'm like, why (laughs) would you rush out into the night? Like, you know that it's not good out there. You know your wife just died from being out there. And you're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to follow this handsome stranger. Like,
0: (laughs) such a damsel in distress, this man. just ridiculous. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) So good, though. He's like, my new best friend. Also, maybe husband. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm down. If you're down, I don't have a wife. So
1: <laughs> Literally.
0: He's like, "I'm newly single and so ready to mingle."
1: <laughs> and Louise's like, "Yeah. So I did this thing. I kind of left that whole situation back in Louisiana with like a single ready to mingle husband situation, yeah. and I feel like it just like wasn't a good time." He's like, "I, I can't think not going to stick on again. my own. <laughs> my daughter and i we need someone who understands our lifestyle and by that i mean we need to under someone who's going to understand that she's in charge yeah are you willing to be ruled by this five-year-old then no (laughs) okay hard pass
0: if you can't be in a carriage that's decked out with gold i can't talk to you (laughs) my my daughter only wears versace so i'm so sorry but no (laughs) what
1: is that is that arizona jeans you have on no no
0: you bought that past. from
1: something called the Amazon. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, what? No, 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 no. It's all right. Listen, you go and be English, okay? You're real good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stay over here and not be French. <laughs> yeah, totally
0: not. Not me. Whom's I? Anyways. Oh my god. So and then she's like, and then Claudia's like, are you gonna eat him? <laughs> She doesn't know what kind of diseases the other weird vampire could have given this man. And she's like, he looks like a light snack. I'm like, Claudia,
1: girl. She's like, you're not just gonna leave him there. This is your best friend. You're not gonna like save your best friend from this eternity this eternity of laying in his own pooling blood. Like, yeah. go go have a snack. And Louise's like, What is wrong with you? That's not <laughs> how you have a friend. And she's like, I don't know. You made me a vampire when I was five. Why are you being such a jerk about it? I don't know what friends are. She's I like, remember a kind of friend.
0: What? who they <laughs> She's like I don't know someone someone prepared us this meal it'd be rude to say no like it like it's right there <laughs> And then he's like you know what I'm going to
1: do I'm not going to like just chill right like I'm not just going to fuck it we're not going to chill we're not going to find like another part of the ruins that's inaccessible that we can sit in during the day no they're like we're going to go back to the inn We're going to tell them their (laughs) vampire problem has been taken care of, despite not knowing who made this vampire in the first place. Clearly, there is someone in this village who is making vampires, and they're like, "Mm,
0: problem solved
1: yeah i don't know uh maybe there's somebody who's making them maybe they just happen maybe it's like a mushroom where like you can't really you know control where it grows it just pops up on its own like what
0: yeah he's like you know and then send the priest but maybe tomorrow night i've had a very active evening i think i'm gonna need to sleep all day okay yes 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 and the townspeople (laughs) be like oh that's totally understandable not a problem (laughs) sounds good so
1: ridiculous like so ridiculous But, like, it's funny, too, because, like, you know that, like, back then when there was, like, there was no internet to, like, warn you of things, right? And, like, Mm -hmm. word of mouth was very different. And, like, you're a completely different person in this completely different world with completely new people. Like, there was no regulation of thoughts or emotions or, like, truth or reality back then, especially when people weren't, like, educated. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There was no way for some of these people to even, like, read books to educate themselves so that they could understand what was happening to them. They kind of were just, like the crops are rotting because of the gods. And it's like, no, it's because you have not watered them enough, right? Like, they were just like, must have done something to piss off my god, right? Like, they weren't like, ah, I can fix it, right? So I feel like in this situation, like, it's all just, like, it's hilarious now. But back then, I can't imagine how scary it must be. Like, you're (laughs) in an inn. You have no visitors. Suddenly, a visitor comes. His wife immediately dies. And now you got a new visitor who has a five-year-old who looks a little creepy. And you're like, I mean i can't say no to him i do run an inn and i yeah. do need the money but also <sighs> you know, like that must be horrifying i can't even like imagine that like fuck that
0: i'm so used to reading modern vampire books that like whenever they're set in like ye old times they're like what mm-hmm. could it be and i'm like have you never read a vampire <laughs> a vampire like you've got glowing skin your (laughs) eyes you're cold to the touch say it (laughs) i'm just like come on we all know like yeah i'm not gonna lie
1: to you for a split second i was like so when he came into the light he didn't sparkle that's the wrong book okay i'm sorry that's that's my bad i did that to myself that was wrong
0: (laughs) (sighs) Is he
1: illuminated somehow? Yeah. Does he have an, an otherworldly glow? No, nothing. Know, right?
0: <laughs> nothing? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I do like the everybody changing up the vampire lore a little bit and like picking and choosing what works for their story. Same, you know. Yeah. So, like, you need to have something otherworldly about it. Everybody has sharp teeth, right? So maybe not that. Let's see. Let's see. Glowing skin. What? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, that Good. works.
1: It works. It's fine. Good enough.
0: That way you can attend a high school in a weird town. All right. (laughs) In this, uh, in the Crave series I told you about, it's, they can only um, not go out during the daytime if they're on a, quote, proper vampire diet, unquote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is uh, if they drink human blood, then they can't go Mm -hmm. out during the daytime, but if they're on a vegetarian diet, then they can go out whenever ridiculous it's so good
1: it's i mean interesting but also
0: ridiculous (laughs) yeah there's a lot more mysticism and they're like i don't know why it works that way but whatever we're in high school so it doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna like it it'll be fine (laughs) just enjoy it awesome yeah um but yeah claudia's like "Ooh, little snack for me (laughs) don't worry i'll clean up this mess yeah she's like don't you lift a finger (laughs) i'll do it again it's uh it's fine she's like it doesn't bother me to go back to a human diet that i totally wasn't on the entire time not a problem (laughs) at all um but yeah we got louie decides that now the best way to find out hot vampire goss is by posing as a vampire hunter which is very good very much enjoy that um but they are trying to figure out what makes other vampires so unlike them they're like Mm -hmm. there has to be some sort of reason let's go through all of your trauma louie tell me exactly what happened and but they don't have the reason that these vampires are turning into people like Mm non-people so they're just like well i know what happened to me i know what happened to you I don't know what happened to these people. So they're trying to come up with any sort of conclusion. And then Claudia's like, you know what we have to do? We have to go to Paris. These German vampires are weird. (laughs) So on they go to Paris. And that is where part two ends. Yep. I I like like this whole little interlude. Mm -hmm. Like, I
1: understand that, that part of it is definitely to also kind of break up this book because it's like, it's not super long but it's definitely like a like a like a thick read like Mm -hmm. as we've discussed before Anne rice generally is a thick read because she loves lots of exposition for no reason like it's like three pages of of conversation about what this ruin looks like in the dark so yeah um like just like really serious about like describing stuff but i feel like this little like mini kind of blip like i like that it's kind of an intermission between america and paris yeah. Like I like that they kind of keep those separate. Um mm-hmm. But I also kind of feel like it's it could have been an email, you know? Yep. <laughs> it's a meeting that absolutely could have been an email, like a little one-pager. And yeah. um instead it is like what is it? 40 pages?
0: About. Like I was prepared for it to be as long as part one. So yeah. I was very
1: surprised when it was not. Thankfully, I think the rest of this book is not as long as part one. I have little tabbies in mine. Mm -hmm. And part one is here. Yeah, it's chunky. And then part two is this little baby section right here. Oh. And then part three is also a big bad mamma jamma. But it's not as big as part one. Part one is by far the chunkiest bit. And then the end, I think, is about as long. Yeah, part four looks like it's about as long,
0: if not slightly shorter, than part two. Part one, I didn't plan for well, and I had to forego sleeping for a recording. So (laughs) I (laughs) have since learned to do better and be better. (laughs) Uh, So up. Yep. 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 (laughs) But it's fine, so I'll do part three soon, which will be next week for all of you listeners. Woo! Woo! But thank you so much, Candice, for joining me. Where can the people of the internet find you and your stuff? You can find me on Twitch, at Candace the
1: Magnificent. That's Candice, C-A-N-D-A-C-E. On Twitter, you can find me, at that girl. Um, I've been kind of dealing with uh, trying to figure out whether or not Twitter is going to, like, flame out um so you can also find me at the magnificent one or magnificent one on hive um but i'm pretty sure that's also dead because it's only like three people and it crashes all the time um yeah if you like ttrpgs like dungeons and dragons and other you know improv based live plays uh please check me out on twitter because that's where i post all of my links and stuff the things that are going live i am a gm and a performer um i also run um, i'm also a variety streamer on twitch so i do um a variety of video gaming kind of streams some lego builds some solo ttrpg stuff and uh ukulele concerts i'll be doing some more of those in 2023 i'm hoping um and uh you can also find me at candice the magnificent uh on youtube where i actually have a lot of ice cream reviews so if you're interested in strange and unusual flavors of ice cream from bougie brands please look me up
0: <laughs> yeah do it it's very good <laughs> But we will catch you all next week. We'll see you in the next chapter. Bye. Bye.